The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Special night ahead on CNBC. The new documentary, ExxonMobil, at the Crossroads, premieres at 8 p.m. Eastern. Good Tuesday morning, everybody. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber with Jim Cramer. Carl has the morning off. All right, let's give you a look at futures this morning as we get ready to start trading 30 minutes from now. Uh, we have a reversal, of course, from uh, yesterday's action. Decidedly, and Europe has been very weak. I think the DAX has been down as much as almost 2%. I've seen most recently in trading there, and you can see we are poised for a lower open. We are going to begin this morning with those markets, poised for that lower open. This, of course, has uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell will head to Capitol Hill later this hour. He will begin two days of testimony on the economy. He'll have an appearance before the Senate Banking Committee, whose members we expect will have a lot of questions for him. Certainly, a focus will be inflation. And as well, interest rate hikes. We'll bring you that live tomorrow. Powell's going to testify before the House Financial Services Committee. Any thoughts on anything I've just mentioned, Mr. Yeah, Kramer? Well, look, I, I do want to go to uh, what you're talking about tonight. I think it's the weakest group is oil. And I'm wondering, as we talk about the 18 cent uh, possible tax holiday on, on uh, oil, the otherworldly nature of President Biden not really paying attention to the markets. Uh, oil's given back quite a bit. It has. Oil's in a bear market suddenly. Very strange. Is it, is it just because people expect a recession and therefore a significant slowdown in demand? Yes. And I think that we should recognize in some venues Powell is winning. I mean, Powell goes to the hill. Uh, now, oil can spike, of course. But there are some things that are coming down. And, and I think it's worth noting that the thing that was most visible uh, that is that Biden is just kind of like talking about that doesn't make sense is oil is in freefall. And I, it tells me, David, like, for instance, Exxon, we got your documentary tonight. Yep. I mean, Exxon stock is down big and it's been down for a week. Right. And it was up just, yesterday. It had a big day it's yesterday. It's giving that back. It was an upgrade. It's giving that back. And of course, if we look at the, the actual commodity itself, to your point, it's down about 5%. We're also seeing there. That's the stocks. But we're also seeing uh, this latest proposal for uh, suspension of the gas tax. Right. That's about 18 cents. Unclear whether that but, actually but, will go anywhere. It needs congressional approval. But, but David, there there's a moment in your unbelievable doc where you talk about documentary. I shouldn't use the short end. Uh, you, you talk about the idea of 2040 and what's going to happen if it's all electric. And Darren Woods says, listen, we've got chemicals, I mean, which is almost like, kind of shocking to me. But what it reminds me is, you know, there is a universe which says that perhaps in the future, because the futures are indicating this, nat gas is down, oil is down. So I'm always questioning whether we should go all in on the inflation thesis when we do have some things that are working. True. Uh, and you do have to wonder if this continues, what that will mean for the overall inflation. Uh, picture, not to mention, to your point, that Powell is sort of getting a little bit of what they may want. Yes. 
I mean, but there you got, you know, you have Dow Chemical de- uh, downgraded today to a sell. Downgraded as a 5% yield. I mean, that's, you know, this credit suisse. We have uh, a number of people saying that Nike is doing quite wrong. We've got uh, Burlington stores down. There's a lot of people saying that Bed Bath seems to be on the precipices. precipice. So, I mean, I'm seeing, David, over and over again, things that indicate that Powell conceivably could be winning, and yet we never hear that narrative on air. And yeah, I'm well, really curious to hear from you whether behind the scenes, did Exxon ever talk about the fact that the longer term projection for oil is to go down, not up? Well, they don't plan on it for being anywhere near the price it is. You know that. They sort of expect that it will. They're happy to point out that two years ago we were negative. What did we get to? Right. Negative 47 for a few but minutes. But don't there? you prefer their uh, view than a lot of the pundits who come on air? And yeah. But, but to your point, one of the main questions is what demand for gasoline will be like in five, ten years from now, Uh, not to mention 18 years from now when perhaps uh, the expectation is even on Exxon's modeling that you may have virtually all electric cars on the road. (laughs) Um, So we'll see. You pressed Darren Woods, the CEO, about what seems to be the otherworldly nature of if everybody were driving electric cars, Exxon would still be doing well. That seemed not facetious, but you did have a kind of a smirk, it's kind of the smirk that you give me when I say something that you think is just kind of way out of bounds. <laughs> do we have any film? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gotta, I'm we mesmerized do. by you've the got doc. A, you've got a big night tonight as well. We do uh, have some things, of course. We we this will be it. This will be the last time we have to promote. And then our viewers, people have stopped me on the street now. It said ExxonMobil, 8 o'clock. Are they really? Yeah. So no one stopped me. The on message the, is getting out. No one has stopped me on the street saying, yeah. how was, how was uh, Mark Zuckerberg in the metaverse? No, well, we're going to talk a lot more about that. And listen, we've been lucky in that the news flow has been been coming our way here, to your point. Uh, it's been all about energy, including well, look, this I mean, back I think and forth between the, most... the president and your friend Mike Worth from Chevron. What do you make of that, Jim? What, that he's playing ball? No, that he's not playing ball. That Mike Worth nope. you know, sends a, a fairly detailed letter about all the things that they can do and would do. He says, come on, though. You know what would be really nice is if we actually had a dialogue, an well, honest no. dialogue, and then Biden comes back and says, why are you so sensitive? No, no, no. I'm saying that Mike had been one of the leaders in saying, let's sit down. Yes. And Mike Worth spends, remember, he took his, his ESG budget, so to speak, from $3 billion to $10 billion. He caught a downgrade on it because he's spending so much money trying to be a better citizen, trying to figure out how to do this. And Biden gives him the Heisman. Biden gets away with it. Now, why does Biden get away with it? Well, because I think that Mike Worth, as much as he's like a terrific guy, is regarded as an oil person. Darren Woods an oil person. And demonized because they make so much money. The president does want to be in the same room as them. David, I thought the most incendiary thing, but he got away with it, uh, was President Biden calling Exxon making more money than God. Because I got to tell you, God crushed Exxon a couple of years ago. He did. And I, I would point out $23 billion, which is the number that Exxon uh, did earn last year. And by the way, the number is going to be far, far higher this year. Nonetheless, pales in comparison, I mean, to Apple or well, Google. That, okay, that's my and point. So you that's do my wonder. Point. Uh, and the stock's I mean, done nothing. You know, they're making a lot more than God. Yeah. Man, God, where's God in the standings? I now, mean, look, you know I would what? never be messy Here's with this thing. if the president hadn't God's brought it up. God's not interested in money. Really? No. Good for him. Or her. Told I just think that the president invoked this. I thought it was, I thought it was incendiary and disrespectful. Uh, and he's got away with it because, well, look, I'm not watching Fox where they probably 
I don't know, where's God rated there? Low rated, I don't know. But I, I just feel very strongly that, that the idea that Exxon lives by the sword and dies by the sword, because they've had a lot of years, David, since 2013 that have really been not so hot. No. Whereas I think that Facebook, now Meta, where I was with Mark Zuckerberg last night in the Metaverse, I mean, he could afford to wear a Brioni. He can. Um, you know, the Exxon, real quickly, I did want to make that point. Oh, there's, look at that. Oh, my God. You know, I finally get to my dock, and you got, you're out doing me. I, I'm sorry. You got Zuckerberg. Well, I mean. In the metaverse. You didn't have Kellogg yesterday, so I'm just <laughs> trying to catch gonna up. going to rub that in, too? Yeah. Oh, Thank no, you. I'm just, I'm ridiculous. Look, I had, it was embargoed. Yes. As my producer, Regina Gilgan, I said, it's really a shame because the dock should be the thing. But I do have a long interview with Mark Zuckerberg tonight. So how about this? You just watch us. You watch CNBC the, the, whole, the whole way day through. through. Right till and eight, isn't that terrific? Right till nine o'clock, or maybe even after. I don't know what's after tonight. Yeah, well, you and I'll go in the metaverse. We'll have a pizza. Do we have anything from you and 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 Zuck I in the I don't know if we have a clip. Okay. That means, of course, we have a clip. Can we please see the clip? Some of the of what 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 you do in the metaverse with with Zuckerberg? We chat. Yeah. We talk about things that we like where we grew up and stuff, garden, garden, zen. Do we have any zen? Wait, what am I doing? I'm like trying no, to talk so that, here we go, here we go, here. here. This is me and Mark in the universe, in the metaverse. Um, so I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, I, I don't always think about stuff business first. I'm, I'm a product person, so I think about the experience right. I want to create. Um, probably the thing that I'm the most excited about is that I just think that, you know, by the end of this decade, you know, we're going to get to a billion people in the metaverse probably spending hundreds of dollars a year each on digital commerce. And, and it's I mean, the stock is such a buy, it's ludicrous. You, you believe that. And oh, my I God. Mean, listen, it's yeah, an important I mean, how many thesis. people spend on This company is now called Meta, obviously the company formerly known as Facebook. They are spending, well, they spent over $10 billion last year. Well, they could do Meta the Bucks. All of the software engineers they've hired to develop this concept that he believes will become a key uh, no, no, part of the engine. He will for, be. And mean, you believe that. Yeah, I mean, there'll be a mall, there'll be education, there'll be travel. You'll pay for a lot of things. If you pay for a lot of things in Fortnite, you're going to pay for a lot of things in that. We need Metabucks. Uh, I'd be willing to change my clothes every night. That You know, you go to the mall, uh, there's a, like there's a new Fender uh, thing. I'd like a Fender jacket. There's something in Fendi can't. or Fender? Fender. Fendi and Fender. Uh, Prada is in it. Uh, Tom Brown, I can't imagine one of those. Uh, but you just, there are people writing for this. I know. How far are they? Oh, but they got a long they're way right to go. They're right there. They no, they don't. Lo- oh, come no, on. No, they don't. You couldn't even get your seating right. You, yeah, uh, come well, on. I'm an idiot. You, you, they got a long way to go. Well, okay, but they improve every single day. Sure, I'm sure And they do. I just think in, in, in a year, you will want to come home. You'll say hello to your wife. Hey. So this no, is I'll enough. I'll say hello now, to my by wife. by the way. You've got, an entire go Wendy's. Wendy's has You've got an entire metaverse. interview coming up with, with Zuckerberg right. tonight. But, but Wendy's not in the metaverse. Wendy's has a place in the metaverse. I can go get my wife the chicken sandwich, no longer Baconator, and she'll be thrilled. Wendy's announced in the metaverse last night. And you hey, believe, maybe Exxon's going to be in the metaverse. You believe this is enough to justify buying the stock at all? Oh, my God, yes. Bucks. I mean, the stock was giving, given away. This guy's got a vision, not just the... This guy is... Okay, I'm just going to play my cards right. Yeah, please. Jensen Wong... Brilliant man, okay, NVIDIA. This guy, brilliant man. But also kind of much more regular than, he's very funny. He's very funny. I mean, he wanted to give me a high five or a fist bump. 
and I couldn't get it to work. I took it a while, but I finally got the fist bump. And because was, you have to coordinate your movements somehow? Yeah, well, I'm not that good at it. He's very facile in the metaverse. Because you haven't spent a lot of time in the metaverse. Right. I mean, I could have been part of the Celtics, and he could have been Golden State. God, that is I one refuse awful to be, looking chart, isn't don't it? Don't worry, man. It's going to hold right here. I, I, <laughs> no, it is. I wouldn't play any sports with him for fear that he would crush me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to play on the math team either. Right. I mean, you can't beat Zuckerberg at Can anything. I tell you that he's cool? Or maybe I'm uncool? Like, when I was in the Zen room, I felt very uncomfortable. He felt comfortable. Mark Zuckerberg is cool. He is cool. Now, will you listen to me for a second? Between Darren Woods and Mark Zuckerberg, I'm going with Zuckerberg. <laughs> I'm hanging with Woods. In fact, I did a lot of hanging with Darren Woods, the CEO of ExxonMobil. We'll get done with all the promos here. We promise we're going to talk a lot more about the markets this morning. You saw what we're looking at there. But Jim mentioned an important point, of course, which is what happens in 2040 when all the vehicles are electric and the demand for gasoline is far lower than it is. Well, Darren Woods says, hey, that'll only take us back to 2013, 2014 in terms of the demand for Largest our Largest company on Earth. According to our models. Why? Well, he says chemicals. Take a listen. As the CEO of a plant like this, what are you looking for, if anything? What's sort of catching your eyes important? When I do a plant visit, I'll walk out and talk to the operators doing a job. I mean, one of the critical factors to successfully managing safety is making sure people keep their head in the game the whole time. And then it gives me a chance to talk to people who are doing real work. I mean, at the end of the day, this is where the money's made. This plant, spread over a thousand acres, is a joint venture between Exxon and the Saudi company Sabic. People sometimes forget, I mean, chemicals, I think, was $7.8 billion in earnings last year for ExxonMobil. That's it was a, a good year good last company. year. It was, yeah. was a pretty good year, wasn't it? Yeah, people it? forget, too, you know, they think about us as being an energy company. In fact, you know, we are one of the largest chemical companies in the world. Plastics, my friend, plastics, polyethylene, ethylene, plastics. Well, I have to tell you, this thing, this documentary, I, I am, Exxon is a country. Yes. They yes. really are a country. That's, that's why their former CEO, prior to Mr. Woods, became a Secretary of State. They didn't really see eye to eye with President Trump. No, no, I think that's a fair point. Right. Rex Tillerson did not. Uh, Long term thinker, Rex. Not, everyone always told me he was a 50 year guy. Right. It's like Darren Woods is a 50 year guy. Yes. These people think. I'll uh, take my Woods to your Zuckerberg. I'll be happy to. No, no Zuckerberg yeah. is. No, no, you what don't did you say? A regular, what did you say he is? I said he's a regular guy. Let's get back or, to the um, markets. Or, or um, what? crazy. Okay, but well, I think we know the answer. Um, we, had a good, we had a darn good time. I am looking. Person. I am in all seriousness. I didn't want to Very leave. much looking forward to what is going to be he a serious run. interview tonight between you and Mr. Oh, Zuckerberg. Oh, no, this is very serious. We should point out the metaverse part you guys did last yesterday. Oh, correct? that's just background. But this is going to be a live or yeah. a no, live I mean, we're going to talk about what the... The business of Metaverse, but right. the business of Facebook, the business of Instagram. We're going to cover, we'll call, cover Sheryl Sandberg, whom I got yeah. to know from small business yeah. work that we did. Uh, but the main thing we're going to recognize is that this thing is just a bonanza. All right. Uh, it's a great get, uh, and I cannot wait to uh, to watch. Thank you. Um, let's give you a look at futures here. We're going to start trading at the New York Stock Exchange in 15 minutes. Of course, we are set up for a lower open. As we pointed out, Europe has been lower. Crude. Copper, far lower this morning. The dollar stronger. Yeah, a lot of focus on a potential recession yet again. Who was it this morning? Cities, 
one of the one of yeah the you know they just have to put these things out i know just that's really helped down 50 50. we got a lot more squawk in the street every day thousands of comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create like olu Shei, a comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports this inspired him and his team to create ai highlights technology that uses ai and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event so millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. All right, let's talk uh, markets this morning. Of course, as you've seen, we are set up for a lower open. We start trading about 12 minutes from now. A reversal from yesterday in which we saw significant rallies in all the major averages uh, with the S&P up over, what, 2.5%, I believe it was, uh, at the end of the day uh, yesterday. Jim, um, you know, there are those who believe we are still headed lower as a result of the Fed's continued uh, tightening. uh, And... Ultimately, yes, we are going to see these rallies, but the trend is lower. Yeah, look, I, we have too many people who, when we get a rally, immediately come out and force and downgrade or cut price targets. They want to, they want to not be associated with stocks that are falling. And it's kind of weird because the price targets are so high that when they slash them and then you hit up the stock price for, say, a, a Darden, it's still well below. Nike, the stock is so well below that you try to say, well, what, was, what are they saying when they do the price cut? Uh, and then you've got all these different, uh, all these different, I would say, top-down people at the at the uh, different banks, and they're trying to figure out whether it's going to be a mild recession or a doozy recession. There isn't anyone who says the consumer is strong, and even though there might be a slowdown, it, it's not going to be a recession. No one's saying that. It's they're saying so- recession. Yeah. But it's funny because we had a supply-side problem, which we continue to have. Yes. I mean, weird things. You know, movie theater popcorn, it's hard to get a hold of. I know. And pilots. Movie theater popcorn and pilots, shortages. But now we're creating a demand problem. Yes. And and it's almost like at one point what's going to happen is, I saw Kraft Heinz upgraded today. Yeah. At one point, we're just not going to eat fancy stuff. We are going to trade down. The fact is we have not traded down as a people. I think that's because the consumer is more flush. That maybe in the end the problem is consumers flush, the enterprises flush. That that may be the case. When it comes to food, you do have to wonder and worry, uh, given the lack of wheat coming out of Ukraine, your bread basket, what that's going to mean for flour, for pasta. Um, Well, I mean, look, I think we're going to change our eating patterns. And the analysts all seem to think... You think so? We'll really change our eating patterns here? Yes. 
It's much oh, more of a concern, on. obviously, in places look, you know, where there could be actual I mean, look, shortages. I, I think when you go buy a tomahawk steak, you're saying, I'm not paying that. I'd rather buy Chuck. Look, none of all of us, I mean, there's a lot of people uh, in their 40s, 50s, and 60s who just frankly look, remember the Great Recession where they ratcheted back or they held back. And I think you're going to see fewer cars bought. I think you're going to see different things bought in the supermarket. But right now, we still have a lot of money. We have a lot of money because the Fed, because the government gave us a lot of money, and we have a 401k. David, as I posited during the, va- the, the break, the vacation, the break, how long will these 401ks last for the people who retire? It seemed like a lot of money, David, but it isn't. Most 401ks do not have more than a year or two's worth of uh, give. So I think people are going to come back to work. I also think that the wholehearted, hey, the problem with <laughs> the problem with crypto's done. I mean, what are they? Who are these people? Sam Bankman-Fried. Turned out he was J.P. Morgan. Did you know he was J.P. Morgan? Yeah, I know. That's what isn't it? Maybe Sarah you'll Bush buy this building next door. J.P. Morgan, Morgan of uh, yeah, Sam Bankman-Fried. Sam Bankman-Fried, the J.P. Morgan of Fried. SBF, J.P.M. Yeah, Same. sure. See, I need you to call Jamie. See what he thinks about the comparison. You won't, you won't take my call. Coming up, mad dash time. Counting down to the opening bell. Here's a look at futures. Before we do that, more Squawk in the Street straight ahead. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Well, Wall Street, of course, will be paying very close attention to Capitol Hill this morning. That is where Fed Chair Powell will be testifying on the economy. He'll be before the Senate Banking Committee. And, of course, we will cover the Q&A in its entirety. The opening bell just a few minutes away. Stay with us. All right, two minutes before we start trading, let's uh, squeeze in a mad dash. You're going overseas. Yes, when things get negative, people get too negative. For instance, there's a story, a Reuters story this morning about a BASF, which giant chemical company, saying the CEO foresees sharp second half downturn. Not true, according to Frank Mitch, who checked in with BASF from Fermium. He says, look, that's just not true at all. They don't foresee that. And they're also talking about how there are some issues involving inflation, but they're just involving oh, chemicals. Let's just make this clear. There's a Reuters story We're- saying that the CEO foresees a downturn. Who is Frank? Who is the person? Frank Mitch is my uh, go-to analyst from Fermium Research. I followed up with the company. Headline is misleading and taking quotes out of context. Moreover, comments on inflation, potential consumer demand impact was speaking specifically to the chemical industry, not BSF. Reiterate their, they reiterate their guidance. 
So it's not for C sharp second. This is just wrong, okay? Okay. But if you read it and you know that this is as equal to Exxon's chemical division, like BSF, they they own Ludwigshafen. It's a company town. And uh, I just think that the idea that BSF is doing uh, poorly is just not true. It will matter, by the way, if natural gas stays high because big natural gas. Now, couldn't it just be, a ref- I mean, a reflection of what we've seen overall in many commodities this morning? Yes, but I'm saying that not every. I'm talking about something that's not as gloomy. And if you think about this, it's conceivable. I'm just positing it that maybe the market doesn't have a big down day. Maybe we're talking ourselves into negativity. Maybe Powell gets on, he starts saying some things are moderating. For instance, oil's down a great deal from even last you think, week. You think you're going to get anything different out of Powell today than you heard last week? Probably not. Probably not. Seems unlikely. It's only a handful of days. All right, you hear the applause building here at the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, of course, we're going to get the opening bell 20 seconds from now. Keep an eye on our real-time exchange, by the way, which uh, should show a lot more red on the board. Here at the big board, American Express Global Business Travel. A B2B Celebrating its recent listing via SPAC at the NASDAQ HDFC Gamma. It's a provider. The cannabis operators nationwide. Yes. Loans. Cannabis I operators nationwide. I think it's about time, a good time for a cannabis loan company. Uh, Fed Pair, uh, Chair Powell is getting ready to testify, and uh, we've got his prepared text. It's just been released for that. Let's get to Elon Moy, who has the highlights for us. Elon. Well, David, Fed Chair Jay Powell will tell Congress that the central bank has the tools it needs and the resolve it will take to restore price stability in America. In his written statement, Powell will say, quote, we understand the hardship that high inflation is causing. We remain strongly committed to bringing inflation back down, and we are moving expeditiously to do so. Now, Powell will also say that taming inflation is essential to creating a sustained period of strong labor market conditions. He described the job market as extremely tight and said that labor demand is strong. However, he continues to point to Russia's invasion of Ukraine as driving up gas and energy prices, as well as the ongoing COVID lockdowns in China as creating supply chain disruptions that are exacerbating inflation pressures. Now, on the data, Powell said that PCE core inflation likely either held steady or eased last month. He also said that real GDP appears to be picking up and that consumption remains strong. On the flip side, he said business fixed investment is slowing. The housing market, he acknowledged, is softening, likely due to that spike in mortgage rates. But he said that future rate hikes are coming. However, he said the pace will depend on how the data comes in and the evolution of the economy. He said the Fed is looking for compelling evidence that inflation is coming back down and the Fed will remain nimble in its response. In closing, Powell said the American economy is strong and well positioned to handle tighter monetary policy. So guys, his main message here is that the Fed will not waver in its resolve to bring inflation back down. Back over to you. Elon, thank you. Elon Moy going through well, the prepared testimony. Obviously, the Q&A could be interesting, and we will take all of it. Well, it, it you know, look, there are many people who want to know why uh, jobs are no longer as important as inflation. And the answer is we have so many more jobs than we have people. Plus, we have another trillion dollars in infrastructure. With the president, the president's so out of touch with what's happening in the country. And I'm not trying to be too political here, but I mean, look, David, we don't have enough people to handle the jobs. So to throw another trillion at more jobs, 
instead of just saying, okay, what we're going to do is make it so that this money is going to lower the price of food for America, or we're going to use it to make it so gasoline is lowered, would be a much better allocation, but it's obviously not what's voted for. But the idea that we, I mean, there's no construction workers to speak of. They're all being, they're all on jobs. I mean, it just, I mean, Senator Manchin, to degree, had a little more of a kind of a realistic view of things. I don't understand. Does President Biden not know that there is a job crisis and that we don't have enough people to work? That um, we stop growing, we I, stopped immigrating, we don't have the kind of I think he is aware of that, the, the lack of immigration and what that's done to the labor pool. But I don't know because I don't speak to him. Well, we he do said speak he to a number of their economic jobs. advisors. Good union jobs. I mean, like, you know, this is not the issue in America right now. The issue in America is food costs. It's about trying to make it so that people can put dinner on the table, for heaven's sake, but not because of jobs, but because of the cost. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I don't know, I'm mystified. I think many of us are afraid to say what I just said. So therefore, I take it all back. No, no you don't take it kidding. back. You're I out just, there. I just think that, um, you've does been, he not you've, understand? You've been pretty critical uh, of the administration in a number well, of areas of don't have enough late. workers. I mean, every single company I deal with said, listen, if we had more workers, I mean, it's why a lot of companies are waiting for the robotics of NVIDIA and the digital twin. In certain industries. Now, of course, the Journal today has a story talking about employers rescinding their offers, job offers to people, to graduates, for example. We're going to have a surfeit of engineers because they're... One of the things that's going to happen is, is that we're going to end job hopping because the major companies in Silicon Valley are going to reconfigure where they need to be. And that's because of both the metaverse and Zoom. Working from home with the metaverse is going to change people's lives. Just that no one believes it. I believe it. I know you do. You were in the metaverse with Zuckerberg. You will meet. Uh, you will uh, have an interview with him as well tonight. But it's going to be a while until we can really do a lot of things in the metaverse Two in years. terms of the workplace. Two years. Two years. Yeah, maybe even. I mean, look, I was in a workplace. Are we going to have to be wearing goggles They're the entire light. time They're that we're get lighter in lighter. the metaverse? He's talking about how it's just going to be glasses, but. I disagree how soon, I mean, I've been in Zoom meetings and I've been in me- work meetings in the metaverse. And the metaverse is a much more, uh, you can turn, let's say someone's speaking, right? Uh, and you're in the metaverse, you can say, hey, David, I know anything. So you can't do that in Zoom. Someone's like, hey, David, nobody knows anything. But, but can like, you hey, turn David, a corner and bump into somebody unexpectedly? You know, I spent a lot of time last week at our headquarters where you do mad money from. And one day in particular, it was crowded. People were actually there. And I met people I hadn't seen in a while. And I actually got, there were opportunities that came about in terms of the documentary, for example, right. that wouldn't have otherwise because I actually physically saw somebody well, it, and had a conversation with them that was unexpected. Okay, look, there's no COVID. Can you do in that the in the metaverse? There's no COVID in the metaverse. Yes, absolutely. You can't. Yeah, I mean, I, I found don't believe myself. You. You're, you're, I don't know okay, what you're talking about. Okay, I gotta about. tell you, I'm making small talk with Zuckerberg about the math. Yeah, team. but are you taking a walk it, 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 in the metaverse sorry. and like running yes, into somebody? Yes, I was taking a walk in the, in the metaverse. And running into somebody I else who's my randomly leg. in the metaverse. Well, yeah, sure. A couple people showed up in the metaverse that I didn't know. Paul, I mean, Alex was in the metaverse. I'm not really familiar with Alex's work. Uh, there were a bunch of people in the metaverse. And then we saw David Attenborough. I saw bees. I've always liked, you know, I like to, you know, Mark knows I like to garden. Uh, in the Zen room, so David there's Attenborough koi. In your metaverse. David Attenborough, yeah. Well, you know, you never know who's going to show up. I don't even know what you're talking about. What Why are you, you talking watch? about? I will watch. 
course I'll watch. People know in my at, at the set last night head. that I like the metaverse much more than my real life, which, by the way, we're going to discuss. It's a bit of a problem. It's going to be great when everybody's in the metaverse. By the way, it's Zuckerberg, and it's the old Facebook. What could possibly go wrong? The stock's been cut What man. could possibly go the wrong? Because Facebook has done so much good for the world. You're a cynic. I think a lot of business have been started. A lot of people are in touch with each other. Uh, compare Instagram to Twitter. In Instagram, I'm well liked. In Twitter, I'm Lex Luthor. Oh, I mean, the bell annoying. thing's kind of not. Cool. Really it's not annoying. winning. With me. In the metaverse, there's no bells ringing. No, the, be- the no. metaverse is just all peace. It's all better in the metaverse. Um, all right, there's a look at uh, meta platforms, which, are selling, which you specifically called out as being a metaverse. great time to buy. And apparently, been, some look, people are listening because the stock is up this look, morning. I can try on any clothes, wear anything. I'm going to take. I'm going to wear different clothes every night in the metaverse. I don't have to wear Brioni, even though Mark made me a very nice suit. I wanted to call my tailor, Benny Fitting. Benny used um, to do all our suits. We don't have a lot of corp. We don't. I have no idea what Todd's saying. We, have, we don't have a lot of corporate news um, this morning. What, that's not um, true. What do you mean? We really. Uh, I haven't seen anything. I mean, Revlon is bizarre. Yeah, I think well, it's Revlon reminds me of Hertz. Let's get Steve, a lot of Steve Schur Hertz. on the phone. Uh, Dom was talking about Should it earlier get on, on Squad Box. See what Box. he says. Uh, Revlon is bankrupt. Of course, the Ron Perlman uh, company uh, went bankrupt or filed for bankruptcy last week. Interestingly, I believe its bonds are trading roughly at the same level as its stock, about five to six cents on the dollar versus five to six uh, dollars well, it's, it's a just share a, it's, for Revlon. Then it's a meme. It's meme is what you're saying. It's a meme thing. Yes, Robinhood has uh, gotten oh, very God, Robinhood going traders. Back in that stuff again. And, yeah. Why don't they just take their they're, capital oh, no, and not. shove it up a chimney? Here, like Lem did, in, uh, you know what? In you remember when Lem? Yeah, did? I'm just trying to figure out what we're showing on the screen there. We're talking about Revlon, um, but they want to show us all the S and P categories. The shield. This is this is when we're doing one thing and the control room's doing another. Now look at the airline. I mean, like David, how's that? We're going great, through all the how's S&P that ridiculous bid going? You know, those guys are playing what with monopoly money. Um, but yeah, Revlon how shares about, are, but how are about higher. The, the talk about um, the board. Wait, just wait one second. Well, you just wait here? one second. When Revlon shares are higher. Eagles. Uh, it's unclear why, uh, because it I is a bankrupt Steve company. Sure. I'll ask him. And yes, he is the current CEO of Hertz, which yeah. had a similar move two years ago. They actually tried to sell shares at Hertz, if you recall, when it was bankrupt. The SEC prevented that from occurring. Um, and then the company came out of bankruptcy and actually returned equity. And then end up being there seems to be some hope, perhaps, on the part of Revlon that that will be the, uh, Revlon oh, holders just, that will be the case. But, but they could I don't believe it will be the but, case. But you know, look, these guys, the me- the Thank mean you. people, just they still have no uh, understanding of what it takes to make money over the long term. Long term. Do you ever read the uh, Robin Hood snacks? No. You read, you read like Cheez-Its and Nip Cheese. The what? Cheez-Its and Nip-Cheez. Robin Hood Snacks? They have this thing that comes out every morning. Robin Hood Snacks. What is it? It's like their new little newsletter about the market. You know, you really, you shorthand so many things. It's very informative. It's like a rice. anybody can follow it? It has all this, it it reads like eating a a rice cake. Um, That's a snack. Here's Altria. How about that? Oh, we got to take the tobacco out of yes, tobacco? Yes, no, the well, nicotine out of the cigarettes. That's right. All right. Um, and all true group, the FDA perhaps championing uh, an effort to reduce nicotine substantially. 
and there's a look at uh, at Altria. Good, uh, Sa- that was saving lives. Positive. Yes. Now speaking of of saving capital, David Bed Bath and Beyond. It turns out to be not a saving capital situation. They put a lot of stock back. Uh, people are expecting an EBITDA loss. UBS with a very critical sell piece. Uh, David, it does look like there are people who are thinking it, it could be uh, a crisis. They put a lot of stock back. Looks like they can't sell bye-bye, baby. also, um, on Altria, it's not just that. Back to it's Altria. because Jewel. Um, have you seen this headline? And guys, I don't know. The U.S. FDA is ordering Jewel e-cigarettes off the market. Well, that's what I wanted Dr. Gottlieb to off do. Off the market. I had a and tiff it, with you know, Dr. Gottlieb. You know, Carl, obviously, who did that documentary. Fantastic. And you focused on it at the time. And it seemed to be a bit of a turning point for Jewel. Um, that is the headline there. Uh, That's big well. news. The U.S. FDA. Okay, so the Jewel guys came to see. The, the Jewel guys CEO. If you remember, of course, I've got to go back. I, I had this committed to memory. The enormous investment that they had made, Altria, in huge. in Jewel, right. at a at a very high valuation. I don't recall any more the numbers themselves, but that would not be a good thing. For I had a bad meeting with this previous CEO of Jewel. He came in. He gave me the pitch, and at the end, I said, "I think that you should quit." I think you should just stop and quit. That's like, I will listen to your presentation and you should leave right now. Get out of my office and quit your job. It would have been a great call. He could have cashed out at a very high valuation. Yes. Um, How about so, Winnebago? How about Anina? Take a look. Give us Winnebago. Apparently, we just wanted to keep talking about Powell. Um, we're going to take the him, Jewel by the way, thing, as soon as the, uh, as soon look, as the Q&A look, remember, remember Willard from Jewel? Remember? Uh, Wait, you're on Winnebago now. Tell us what no, happened I'm with just, that. Winnebago was not horrible. I felt that with oil up a lot, Winnebago would be down. But uh, obviously, it's kind of saw it coming. We're, we shouldn't minimize this Jewel thing. This Jewel, David, it was worth $40 billion at one time. Yes. Yes. Where, where was their Sam Bankman freeze? I don't know. Um, they, you know, I do want to go back and, rem- and try and remember the valuation for Jewel. Forty as I sit here billion. Because with a big to your point, David, right? Billions, billions. Yep. And it just kind of went up in smoke. Yep. It- I remember my wife trying to stop it at the student life community at, at uh, Bucknell. It was and it was right. It was, it was a twelve point eight billion minority epidemic and in endemic. That they made, um, wow. and it and it valued Jewel as you said almost at forty billion, thirty-eight billion dollars. Altria bought. Remember, thirty-five percent. It was a story we covered right. very closely. Um, we still don't have the headline at the bottom for you, but right. the news again, is that the FDA capital, said no more. Uh, the Jewel cigarettes are banned. Now there are other systems that are out there as well that we know um, for e-cigarettes, so to speak, that are obviously. Still on the market. Well, this, this was, I remember Dr. Gottlieb, my, my admirer, wasn't sure if that was something that he could necessarily do. Right. Well, this FDA just really didn't care, right? Nope. And Juul is a, a very good cancer delivery system. I thought a clever one. I explained that to the president, CEO when he visited me. I said, I've never seen a better cancer delivery system than this one. This is just dynamite if you want to destroy yourself and get lung cancer. There's nothing like this. And I, I, don't, I think he thought I was being facetious. Um, it is important to note the company could pursue an appeal through the FDA, uh, challenge the decision in court, 
file a revised application for its product. That's according to uh, uh, reporting from the Wall Street Journal. Um, and again, we've, we've been featuring all true shares, which are down about uh, 6%. Did Not as though that, that no. investment had already been a fail. It oh, was, that was a no, that was complete a total fail, fail, almost $13 see, billion dollars spent for a 35% that whole, stake. That, that whole business of killing people doesn't really have a lot of you know, P.E. on it. I wish I were being facetious, but my uh, late father-in-law died of, of lung cancer. Um, all right, it's back to the markets themselves, uh, which we've been watching, and we see economy can handle tighter monetary policies. How about Exxon, Let's Powell. go back to your Exxon. Um, we are off the lows, certainly, that were showed in the futures, uh, but we are But clearly- that's important. A firm, for instance, negative note, and the firm's up. Right. Okay. Uh, Exxon down badly, but maybe Exxon makes a bit of a comeback here. Right? It was down at 87.50. It's 88.40. David, this could be a comeback day, but it is early. It is, but we're seeing all the typical groups sort of perform fairly well. Back the drug to that stocks trade. are well. Exactly, the drug stocks are Well, that's recession. Well. Right. If one, now, David, do these analysts at these firms feel compelled? Like, do they wake up and say, you know what, everyone expects me to opine on a recession? What happens? How about if you say, listen, I'm not going to opine because I don't know. How well, about the you, I, you, you oh, are I don't under some, know. You are under some pressure at various firms to share some sort of an opinion, at least, that you can sell to try and get clients to do something with or communicate with. And you know that. Yeah, I've been there. I'd yeah. like to take around my strategist. My strategist says, this is what you do. You go to an account, right. say, I've got my strategist with me. Uh, my strategist has very interesting ideas about a recession. Right. It's a door opener. Kind of like how Bud Fox got in there with... Going back to Wall Road. Street 1. Yeah, we came in with flowers. He got always the old door opener. Uh, sure didn't call me back on the Hertz thing. How do you get those people to call you back during the show, David? Well, normally you're talking and I'm over there because we had Carl here sort of manning the ship. So I'm able right. to actually text and make some calls. And then you get annoyed with me. No, I, um, I, I do. I, why are you bothering Steve Schur? Why, why? Well, because he, he knew the Hertz situation. I thought he might know the Red Yeah, but he wasn't situation. the CEO during no, but the he's obviously period studied. where Hertz stock went he was, up. He was the CFO of Goldman when he did this, but he obviously studied what happened with Hertz. Don't you think? I think, studied. you know, it is interesting that there is still a level of speculation in the market around bankrupt companies, a la Revlon, um, running through Robinhood, which uh, clearly has a lot of the trading going on. Right. And again... Almost always, although not in the case of Hertz, the equity ends yeah. up being worthless How about a, in a restructured company. Right. And in this, in this case, the bonds are trading at pennies on the dollar, and so, so one you has tell to wonder. Me that, We're not talking about Hertz, by the way. We're so, talking about no, Revlon. Just so you're make telling that clear. me that the people who are um, buying the common stock, Betty, it's another Hertz, mostly through Robinhood, could really just be Friar Tuck. Yes. Well, great. But we also made the same point Stupid when Hertz was soaring. Uh, and in fact, in that one, there ended up being a significant recovery value in part. Oh, so this could be used this car could be prices the other, through the roof. I mean, there were a lot the of other different needles, things that came there's together. Two needles and like, David, I want to point out that you could have bought Philip Morris and shorted Altria till the cows came home and done quite well. Really? Yeah. Kind of interesting. Well, the Europeans don't. Yeah. You know, they're not as. They still smoke everywhere. It's horrendous. Well, that combination of the reduction in nicotine and then this ruling from the, the FDA jewel. that has banned Julie's cigarettes. So can we have the people on uh, who, is, the, from Stanford who perpetrated the Theranos of tobacco? You're calling Jewel the Theranos of tobacco? Yeah, kind of. Why? Well, it was a delivery system that really didn't work. 
Look, at least well, Theranos. There's, I mean, Theranos was a delivery system that didn't addictive. work. Juul was a delivery system that did work. Yes. It gave you less cancer. That was its chief advertisement. Hey, we give you less cancer. Well, there's a pitch for you, right? And it became used by younger, uh, younger people. Yeah. Still a lot of drooling going oh on. My the fruity God. flavors, the, uh, the attempts to appeal to a younger audience. Then they were no longer allowed well, to sell the Well, when I spoke to them, I was flavors. honest. I said, listen, guys, cancer, are you aware of the process of cancer? And by the way, we bring up Altry here because that's the only public, you know, in other words, they bought 35%. Jewel oh. never made it to the public markets. Not too late to go back to Exxon. Um, which, How's by the way, it goes to another subject, which is IPOs and the lack thereof. Yeah. Um, and oh, that's a godsend. You think so? Oh my God, the, cra- the stuff that they put out, the last 600 half a league nonsense deals. That's another thing. The street just pimped us once again, the brokers. They just crushed people. Allbirds, Oatly, Joe B, War B. Well, you're talking largely Good about RX. a lot of the SPACs. Yeah, well, this is. But there were plenty of IPOs as well. No, yeah, those were a lot of those straight were deals. IPOs. A lot of those were deals. You weren't particularly enthusiastic about them either. So you're, you think the I fact that the window is closed now on Look, there was companies one that coming I really public picked largely? There's one I picked on because uh, a lot of people I know went to to um, Georgetown, and I said that this sweet green at 50 and 30, like forget about it because it doesn't have it's losing money. Uh, companies that lose money don't matter. But David, people. Went to Sweet Green, they loved it. They went to Robin Hood, they bought it, and now they can't afford Sweet Green because it's $15. They bought Dutch Bros because they loved it, but now they can't, they cannot afford the Annihilator in the afternoon. This is happening in America, and you're laughing. You're busy in, in Guyana. Right, Guyana? Guyana, yes. Very Guyana, well I'm saying yes. the same as you are. Guyana. No, you're, yes. I mean, I'm just saying that these companies, David, were annihilators themselves. And we don't talk about it enough. When you speak with younger people, I mean, younger people own plug power. They've been plugged. Wow. They own Bloom power. Energy. They own Rivian. I saw, uh, what, Joe Burrow at Lordstown. What's he doing? Lordstown. Was that like a buckaroonie McFaddy there, Lordstown? It gets us back to the broader conversation that we've had many, many times. The mountain that many of these companies' stocks climbed only to come down the other side, down 70, 80%. You warned us on Rivian. Yeah. You said we'd be safe in Rivian. No, I did not. No, that was wrong. I was somewhat skeptical about the valuation. When it in reached over, probably over $100 How billion about dollar market Lucid value. Was well one over that, Lucid was one that you felt that perhaps wasn't... Uh, on steady ground, right? Lucid is still one of the most successful SPACs out there. Now, it's 17. The Churchill was Churchill 4, I believe it was, wasn't it? Or 5, but uh, have you those, watched have come under, those have come under a lot of uh, have you seen a lot of focus, in part from the office that Elizabeth Warren seemed to be watching us on CNBC, a lot of their criticism. In fact, a lot of their footnotes well, had our reporting. I had boxed when it was on in the mid-teens, and now it's at a dollar seventy. They continue to do insider buying. People continue, but David, that's the you know you can't buy stocks of companies that are losing fortunes. No, well, you haven't even mentioned your friend Sarah Fryer. Why is everyone my friend? 
Yeah, well, next door is at three. There was tremendous insight. By the way, they announced the buyback. It's up from two. It, it's up from two. There you go. Hey, listen, they're not, they don't have a cancer delivery system, and they have a neighborhood newspaper. As you see there, uh, Fed Chair Powell is just about to finish reading his prepared statement. Of course, we already got the guts of that from Elon right. Moy earlier uh, when that was released. And when he completes that, then the committee will begin its Q&A, and we will be taking you live. We're sort of not quite sure when he's going to be finished reading. It's kind of uh, just grinding along. Momentarily, that will be the case. Well, do you mind if I mention the Roku interview that, that Julia Borson did? Not at all. Did? I saw that from Khan. In Khan. Anthony Wood. It was Roku. amazing. It, he was very straightforward about how well they're doing. It's up too. Uh, Netflix is moving up. These are stocks that made, you know, people kind of wrote off. David, I'm telling you, this could be an inside reversal day. All right. Let's go to Pal. Yeah, Jim, uh, they're about to begin the Q&A at the Senate oh, Banking Committee. Let's uh, go there live. There's Senator Elizabeth Warren. All eyes turn to the Fed. Last week, you announced that the Fed would raise rates by three-quarters of a percentage point, the biggest increase in nearly 30 years. So let's talk about what the Fed is and isn't doing when it raises interest rates to try to bring down inflation. Let's start with gas prices. The price of gas is up 40% since Russia invaded Ukraine in February. Chair Powell, will gas prices go down as a result of your interest rate increase? I would not think so, no. Okay. Um, and um, that matters because gas prices are one of the single biggest drivers of inflation. Energy prices overall drove a third of the inflation last month, but the Fed's tools, as you say, have no impact here. So let's look at another necessity, food. Price of groceries is up nearly 12% this year. Americans feel the pinch. No matter how much groceries cost, people still got to eat. Chair Powell, will the Fed's interest rate increases bring food prices down for families? I, I wouldn't say so, no. Okay. So a Fed increase won't bring down these prices. And why? Because rate hikes won't make Vladimir Putin turn his tanks around and leave Ukraine. Rate hikes won't break up monopolies. Rate hikes won't straighten out the supply chain or speed up ships or stop a virus that is still causing lockdowns in some parts of the world. So let's talk about what interest rate increases can do. Chair Powell, you said last week that interest rate increases, quote, moderate demand. Can you just explain a little more about what that means? Sure. So uh, we, we think about uh, interest rate increases as affecting financial conditions and then the economy through three broad channels, the first of which is uh, interest-sensitive spending. So that's durable goods and automobiles and things like that. So interest rates go up. Uh, people's demand for, uh, as a result of higher interest rates, will, will, will moderate or decline so that supply and demand can get into better balance. The second channel is just asset prices generally. Um, interest rates, as they go up, will cause asset prices to moderate across the economy, and people spend a little bit less out of their, out of their lower, lower level of wealth. The third channel is the exchange rate, which is really just another asset price, and that just uh, basically as, as, uh, as the dollar strengthens... Uh, um, sorry, as, as rates go up, uh, the dollar would strengthen, which would um, uh, tend to, to drive... Uh, so I appreciate this, and I do. I appreciate the explanation. But let me just see if I can just put a little uh, uh, more plain vanilla uh, explanation of what's going on here. 
If I understand what you've said and what economists are saying across the board is that when you raise interest rate, there's going to be less money to invest. And that is, it's going to dampen business investment. Is that a fair statement? I, I think the idea is to Makes it more moderate demand to invest. so that it can be in better balance with supply. Okay. And this, so the current situation, make it more, demand is well in excess of if supply in some areas of our economy. More expensive to invest, which in turn is going to throw workers out of work. And when they're out of work, they have less money to spend. So I get that rate increases stop companies from spending money to build new plants or to buy new trucks or to hire new people, right, Chair Powell? When money's more expensive, they're less inclined to do that. I think that's what you just said on asset pricing, right? Well, in the labor market, you have, as you know, you have uh, a situation where there's a shortage of workers and there are two, va two job vacancies for every person who's actively looking for work. So. Part of this is to get the labor market back into balance. Well, I, I, I appreciate you call it back into balance. What I'm trying to get at, though, is what does the tool of raising rates do? And part of what you just said is that it increases, in effect, the cost to invest, to buy those trucks or new plants or to hire new people. The reason I raise this and the reason I'm so concerned about this is rate increases make it more likely that companies will fire people and slash hours to shrink wage costs. Rate increases also make it more expensive for families to do things like borrow money for a house. And so far, the cost this year of a mortgage has already doubled. Uh, inflation is like an illness, and the medicine needs to be tailored to the specific problem. Otherwise, you could make things a lot worse. And right now, the Fed has no control over the main drivers of rising prices, but the Fed can slow demand by getting a lot of people fired and making families poorer. And while President Biden is working to increase energy supplies and straighten out supply chain kinks and break up monopolies and bring down prices, you could actually tip this economy into recession. So I just want to say, you know what's worse than high inflation and low unemployment? It's high inflation and a recession with millions of people out of work. And I hope you'll reconsider that as you drive this, before you drive this economy off a cliff. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.